0: This is Grown Up With Kids, the parenting and marriage podcast that gives a weekly dose of encouragement, wisdom, and humor for people trying their best to live, love, and laugh more with their families. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, hey, this week we talk about the fight against becoming the cruise director of our own home, the power of a glue gun, and why baby boomers love naughty by nature.
0: Hip-hop, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> Hey, Rich. how are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Uh, why am I so tired?
1: I don't know. I feel tired, too. Like, we've been in quarantine now. It's like, what, three weeks? At least. Um, three, three and a half. And I feel like we've done a lot of good work around our house. Like, the weekends have been fun. We've done a lot of homeschool, crisis schooling. Um, but, yeah, we are tired this weekend.
0: We have nowhere to go.
1: We have nothing to do.
0: Oh, I mean, well, we have things to do.
1: Yeah, but our evenings are not
0: full. There's no practices. there's no we have some meetings via video. Yeah. but I just feel like there's something wrong with me because I'm really tired.
1: So here's a theory. do you and I, I have no clue if this is accurate, but do you think that our bodies have been going at 100 miles an hour for so long that it's taken three weeks for us to like really wind down and feel tired? Or do you think maybe we're just going to bed too late? That yeah, could be it. Because um, we're watching, we're binging a Netflix show that's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is. That's one word for it. Um, I don't know that I want the dozens of people who listen to this to know that we watch <laughs> Love Is Blind.
1: Oh, it's called Love Is Blind, and that we can't stop. it's yeah. a good. It's a good. Uh,
0: it's total junk. Yeah. It's a reality dating show where they start not being able to see each other, like physically seeing each other while they get to know each other.
1: Right. Like they start out not being able to. Like it's not like they, they saw each other and then they start not seeing each other anymore. <laughs> anyway. Ugh. Anyway.
0: So why is that so riveting to you?
1: Oh, I don't know. It's such an interesting experiment because you, I think that the the idea or the the idyllic way of looking at love is to say looks don't matter. It's all about the heart. It's all about connection. It's all about personality, right? But what you find, I'm not going to give anything away, but looks do matter. Um, it is it is when you think love is blind and looks don't matter, it does seem like a really noble way to look at love, but it actually is not very holistic because right. there, is, like, there is a physicality with love and there is... Connection, um, and I don't know. There's, they're like sparks,
0: sparks, and sparks, sparks can be fly. Dil- when I met you,
1: <laughs> well, I did make a weird noise when I met you because I liked your eyes. You know, I made a super weird noise. You don't even remember <laughs> it. Yeah, it was like a sucking vacuum noise.
0: It was. <laughs> it was like uh, Silence of the Lambs.
1: Oh, I don't know. There was that bad. <laughs> it might have been. It was pretty bad, but, uh, yeah, like there was some physical attraction. And I would say more than physical attraction, there was some curiosity about you um, that was – I was intrigued. So yes, I'm just saying that it's an interesting concept because I don't actually believe love is blind. I think that there are, there are physical things that are part of the relationship.
0: And the other piece is that the type of person who would go on this show – is a little bit of a train wreck, just by nature, most likely. I and guess And so you so. put 20 yeah. train wrecks together, and it's <laughs> kind of entertaining.
1: It's fun. There are some couples that are really sweet and cute together. Yes. Um, and then there's some that are, like, off the crazy train, and it's awesome.
0: Yeah. And apparently they all live in Atlanta, so that's also – we got to, yeah. like, go drive around and see if we can find them. <laughs> Not during quarantine, but maybe afterwards.
1: Yeah. Go see if we can find out what happened.
0: I'm sure we all hang out at the same places. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs>
1: First of all, they're like 20 years younger than us.
0: Ugh, that hurts. That hurts deep, right? I know. <laughs> to, to realize that. Someone
1: commented today on how they could see your gray hair now that it's growing out a little bit because we can't get haircuts.
0: Yeah, the no haircut thing has been fine, but it's. How did it, you
1: feel when someone pointed out your gray hair?
0: Oh, I feel fine about having gray hair. It's distinguished on men. It's nice it's not for fair. men. Yeah. Like,
1: that sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Aging is not fair
1: No. for most,
0: for men, at least a little bit of it is seen as like a plus. Like you look more distinguished or, or what have you. Right. And for women, it's harder.
1: Yeah. I just look wrinkly and like sunspotted.
0: You, you look great. It's fine. I don't think you have sunspots. <laughs> um, I don't think you'll ever show gray hair. Well, though, if you
1: know plus. how much I was paying to get rid of some sunspots, <laughs> <laughs>
0: We have a lot more free time now, so maybe I'll go through the bills. (laughs) Do we get a sunspot bill?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Is there there a doctor who does that?
0: Oh, man. So we've been trying to do school and work and other normal life things.
1: Speaking of train wrecks.
0: (laughs) And I feel like the biggest challenge or a big challenge is once some of those things are done – it's like, how do you keep your kids busy? Yeah. And I, I caught myself before I said keep them entertained because I don't think that's the goal. But it, they look to us sometimes, and especially you, to like, hey, entertain me, monkey, like dance, dance. Yeah,
1: totally. I feel like I'm a, I'm a cruise ship director. Like, what are we doing next, mom? You know, like, do you have crafts? Do you have games to play? I am it. Yeah. Um, and that is that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> Ever. Ever. We have definitely raised our family um, to come up with their own ideas, or we've tried to. Like, we value that. I should say that on the forefront, that we value our kids being bored and figuring out what to do with their time. and. Like, maybe that means hitting a tree with a stick and seeing what happens until the stick breaks, and we think that's great.
0: Hopefully the stick breaks before the tree.
1: Yeah, and hopefully no one's head is in the way. That's what I'm always (laughs) worried about. But um, so because we value that, we do let our kids kind of, you know, like with, with appropriate boundaries, we give them sort of parameters, and then within those parameters, they can just do whatever they want, right? But I've never been one to, like, Sit on the floor and play cars for hours with my kids. Um, I'm nervous to say that because I think that people do that and I think it's great, but.
0: We like playing games with our kids.
1: Yeah, we so, like, yeah. So
0: you're in the middle of teaching our youngest how to play Monopoly. The older two play, know how to play. Um, and speaking of things that one of us won't do, I refuse to play Monopoly because I hate it.
1: <laughs> Why do you hate it?
0: It's so long and boring. It's just. Yeah. And I think, I'm sure it's rooted in my childhood and I should go to counseling. I don't know. but (laughs) Because I remember playing as a family and always losing because I was the youngest. But I just do not enjoy it. And so when the kids are like, oh, let's play Monopoly. I'm like, yep, go get mom. She'd (laughs) she'd love to.
1: I do love it. And I do a quick and dirty game of Monopoly. Like, I feel like I can destroy it pretty fast. Or I can allow myself to be destroyed pretty quickly.
0: So if... I've never sat down and watched you guys because it's boring. Yeah. So if you realize you're starting to lose, you just like do dumb stuff oh, yeah, I so that the it. game ends? I'm
1: like, yeah, I'll trade an orange for a red and they have all the oranges in their hand. You know, like I just throw the game. Interesting. Because it's just, I, no one has time to play for days of Monopoly. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: So Monopoly is a good example. One of our kids is really into playing uh, Gin Rummy right now. And yes, so, that's fun. Love doing that with him. Uh, as our youngest, you know, here's part of the problem: is games for like a four year old, which we don't currently have anyone that young in our house, but like are boring and they're terrible, right? right. Like Candyland, just flipping over cards and and shoots and ladders, which I actually never played as a child. Right. I did not play shoots and ladders until we had children, and thank God for that. Shoots and ladders <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> what a dumb game of like I no agree. skill whatsoever, and yet there's all these like trap doors to make you miserable and send you backwards. And whoever uses the word shoot. <laughs> I've never <laughs> referred to a slide as a shoot. Is that like a British thing? I don't know. Like j-
1: it is the dumbest game.
0: So anyway, and we have this game that's a great game um, for learning colors uh, called Monza. But it's not mm-hmm. that much fun. And right. our, our youngest really likes that. T- but as he starts to like, like he plays this game, Spot It. I love playing Spot It with him. Right. I don't care if I win or not. It's just a funner game. And he's actually very funner? good at it. It's, yeah, it's funner, Rachel. <laughs> I'm not the one going through crisis schooling. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm an kidding, adult. Yeah. <laughs> I'll use words whether they're real or not.
1: Uh, so
0: anyway, as they get older, the games we play, Ticket to Ride's really fun. They're getting into Catan.
1: Yeah, uh, the
0: yeah. of Catan. Um, anyway, but what you were saying is that with smaller kids, I think you actually got on the floor and played with them more than you are admitting uh, or remembering. But we're also not super crafty. I'm no. definitely not crafty. And so we don't like sit around and be like, oh, let's come up with this great art project. And we'll wa- walk right now around the neighborhood and people will be doing like chalk murals and
1: yeah, like you amazing know, things. And building I just, new
0: gardens in their front yard. And we're like, yeah, that's nice.
1: I've just, and <laughs> no, so here's the thing with crafts I love, I do enjoy my kids doing crafts. Like, I don't mind the mess, I don't mind the chaos that much. I think yeah. it's great. You just
0: don't want to do it with them.
1: I don't want to do it. Like, because I think what has happened, like, I was pretty gung ho on crafts when our kids were in pre school especially with the first one and I would start the craft but it ends up being me like I'm doing the craft Right. and I look at the end product and I'm like there is absolutely no reason I should have built a birdhouse out of popsicles. That is the like that's crazy.
0: You're not looking for a creative outlet. No,
1: I don't need a creative outlet. Like I can I've got other things to do, other things that I enjoy and yeah. and if I enjoyed crafts, maybe that would be easier for me, but I just think that I think most moms would agree that crafts are sweet and I should like them, but we end up doing a lot of the crafts. And right. maybe I'm doing the wrong crafts. I, it Also, another factor is that we have all boys. So I have noticed when girls come here that they will sit down and do a craft, and that's different.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like so they have like, longer attention spans?
1: Yeah, longer attention spans. They'll chat while they're doing something with their hands. Um, They are more meticulous. Like, so I was looking on Pinterest for crafts, and there's a craft where you literally take these tiny, tiny little gems and put them onto an adhesive strip that you have designed into, like, a, a pseudo horse shape or unicorn shape or whatever. Anyway, tiny, tiny, tiny little gems that you have to use a tweezers to put in the correct spot so they're all lined up on this stupid adhesive. And I was like, God bless America. If any of our kids ever came home with that, I would throw it away. Um,
0: Could you imagine no. any of our kids or me trying to do that?
1: No, no. Like the, the thing is that like girls, though, the girls have the attention span and they have these fine motor skills. Like they're kind of like made to do that. And I'm always amazed when little girls come to our house how much they talk. Um, I'm always amazed at how very little they eat. And I'm always so nice nice. and I'm always amazed that they will sit down and chat for extended periods of time or like they'll help me cook or bake and they'll stay the whole time and no flour will be on anyone's face and no eggs will be on the floor. It's just, it really is amazing to me. So with that said, I think that my perspective on crafts might be skewed because we have boys, um,
0: And there are probably some boys who are really crafty. Ours don't happen to be probably because they didn't get it from me or you. (laughs) Right,
1: right. Our boys are not exceptionally crafty. And if they are crafting something, they're crafting something that can be mobilized. I've noticed that. So if we're making, like, paper airplanes, like, they'll make something that's really useful. Like, they'll make an origami thing, like fly catcher or whatever. Or they'll make paper airplanes, and they'll transport goods on top of the airplanes, right? So it's less about beauty and it's more about functionality for the boys.
0: Yeah, the Paper Airplanes reminds me that I have sort of an addictive personality. Like I had to stop drinking Coke because I used to drink like 84 ounces of it in a day.
1: Unbelievable amounts, yes. Um,
0: And so I've replaced it with coffee and I'm trying to stay (laughs) under the 84 ounce I think I am. We're going
1: through so many pots of coffee right now in our house.
0: I know. You're probably like, what in the world? I used to drink most of my coffee at work, and now I'm just
1: Yeah, now you're chugging mine. That's fine.
0: But anyway, the paper airplane is like uh, indicative of that, where our kids can't make a paper airplane, or maybe even two or three, and then, like, <laughs> right. play with them, there will end up being 47 paper airplanes.
1: Right. And they're all Do you remember when yeah. um, one of our kids would not throw away any paper airplanes, and he would put them under his bed? Yeah. So it was just, like, literally a foot tall of paper airplanes packed under his bed.
0: We have hoarders in the making. <laughs> all three of our kids in different ways. And one of our kids dad. used to hide his toys <laughs> under the uh, the couch when he was, yeah. like, really little. It was, like, his secret hiding spot. Yeah, and
1: he would be so proud of himself. He was, like, 18 months old walking around, and he'd throw things under there, and then we'd ask where it was, and he would know exactly where it was. Yeah, he'd be he, like, oh,
0: I got a system. <laughs> and then and one of our kids loves, like, trinkets and knickknacks and things that are special to him. And uh-huh. he, you bought him like a okay, IKEA with, shelf or whatever. Yeah,
1: and let's define special to him because sometimes that means it's the bottle cap he yeah. took off of a Coca Cola bottle
0: on some random trip. On
1: some random but trip, but yeah. it's special.
0: But I remember as a kid, I had a whole shelf of random bottles and things like that. I had a jar of sand because we went to Bermuda or somewhere where the sand was like pink. Yeah, and so like stuff that was not worth anything, but to me, I was like, oh, that's special. And so he's that kind of guy. And then our uh, third son just had—he's the one who would have all the paper airplanes. So anything he makes, yep, he keeps.
1: Yeah, uh, so. exactly. The, speaking of that son, he—so um, here was a craft at our house. I bought a glue gun right before we went into quarantine because uh-huh. I—I figured like it's a gun. I'm sure I'm sure they'll use it because if well, we're gonna do something crafty they're going to use a gun to do something crafty. And it's you know hot, what I mean? right?
0: So it's dangerous.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of maybe dangerous. The, maybe a fire will break out like last right. week. So <laughs> what, I, what I had in my head was that, oh, maybe they'll spend some time doing like a popsicle stick cabin or something. Or maybe like, I guess I have these ideas and I'm always disappointed in what happens. <laughs>
0: so... <laughs>
1: They did end up building something out of popsicles the other day, but what really happened was they just kept sticking glue sticks through and shoving them through as fast as they could to see how big the pile of glue on the other end, like melted glue, would be. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I'm speechless.
1: I know. I know. Like, I don't and, actually
0: know how a glue gun works, I guess. But,
1: well, there it are, gets There's hot. like a stick. Yeah, there's a stick. It goes uh-huh. through. It melts, and then it like squishes out, and then it dries relatively quickly once it hits the cool air and so they were just thrilled to see the transformation from glue stick into glue that's Uh, all they needed they didn't need a craft they didn't need popsicle sticks they didn't need homemade paint they didn't need any of the crap that i had they just wanted to shove things through it to see what would happen
0: and that is why a box of matches <laughs> and a cardboard box is the best gift we can give it them really right now. It really
1: is. It really is. They did ask me if they could stick a pencil through the glue gun. They were curious about what oh, happened. Yeah, what would happen? I don't know, it but I'm break. glad they asked so I could say no, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. So this does make me think that the best quote-unquote craft that our kids have done recently is the fire pit.
1: I was going to say the fire, like anything with fire is great.
0: Well, and the pit building, they did. Like, we, they got to... Dig a hole, which they enjoyed. They got yeah. to go r- rummage rocks out of a creek. Yeah. And then that was like, that was their project. And yeah. that's the kind of craft that makes sense for them and not, like you said, like sweet little bird things. houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you were telling me that you saw some things on Pinterest that people were posting as ideas for quarantine that didn't <laughs> yeah. really make sense.
1: <laughs> They're like, there was one. Well, I, I pulled up several that didn't make sense they were all made of toilet paper rolls. (laughs) 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 I just thought like it's...
0: Uh, Way to read the room, people.
1: (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Uh, It's so funny. Um, And um, there was another one with like, you clearly had to use a razor blade. So it was a milk carton where you like cut out the edges or the sides and you could do it with a scissors, but like it would be a little tricky. And so you really needed a razor blade. And just the thought of my boys with a razor blade, it just, it's just not that wise, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure they could have very fruitful lives with nine fingers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope so. The others were like, you know, like a um, that the tiny little glitter pieces onto the adhesive, like with a tweezers. Hails to the no. There's no way. And then another <laughs> one was, which I think is really cute. <laughs> <laughs> The other one I think is really cute is like this toilet paper roll horse and it's like a marionette and you put strings on it and it looks really great.
0: A toilet paper horse? <laughs> You're
1: like, wait what? horse Yeah, so th- it's like a horse. A like horse. The, yeah.
0: I thought you were saying his name was Horace. <laughs> and I was like, how do this you know? Like his toilet name was? paper
1: <laughs> name Horace. <laughs> I was
0: like, am I supposed to know who toilet paper Horace is?
1: <laughs> toilet paper has become so difficult to get to that now, when we get it, we name, name it, it because we feel like it's such a privilege Special to luxury. have it. <laughs> so, oh no, this, okay, so it's a horse, not a horse. Like, nay. Yeah.
0: Okay, got it.
1: <laughs> so, a horse made out of toilet paper rolls, and it's like got strings attached with popsicle sticks. Everything's done with popsicle sticks, apparently. And it has, like, yarn for legs and whatever. It's super cute. Right. But looking at it realistically, there's no way my boys would do this. I don't know how many kids actually do this on their own. Like, I think maybe 11- and 12-year-old girls this makes sense for. But, uh yeah, it's cute. But, again, out of toilet paper rolls. The other one that I thought was really funny was – which. Okay, I think this is funny because I probably would never make my own paint. I would literally, I would buy paint, and then we would paint, right? Right. Um, because making my own paint seems stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell me how you really feel about it. <laughs> I know.
1: Um, but this the re- but this one you can make your own paint, and I think that's how great. do you make your own paint? Um. I didn't even look it up, but it says it you only go has... You're going to buy paints pour it into buy, a glass? I know. You buy, like, three ingredients. That's the thing. If you're going to buy three ingredients to make yourself paint, why wouldn't you just buy paint? That makes no sense to me. Although, right now, I can't order sidewalk chalk or get sidewalk chalk anywhere. Yeah. I was going to ask,
0: do you think um, popsicle sticks are on, like, back order? And other, other craft things? Has, like, craft demand gone up? Is Michael's killing it right now?
1: Oh, I bet they are.
0: I bet Horace is killing you it. You know
1: I haven't looked because I don't do crafts.
0: I'm just saying. But glue guns. Maybe I wonder you can if come to this with some research, Rachel. Glue guns. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> glue guns. <laughs> um, yeah. I had another thought about the paint thing, but I can't remember what it was. Well,
1: the other thing that we did with... um. We tried to we tried to hot glue glass together, so we like with broke the glue gun. With the glue gun, okay. yep. So we've tried to hot glue a lot of stuff um, over the last <laughs> three weeks, <laughs> and the biggest success we've had is them just shoving things through the glue gun. Yeah, yeah. I'm comfortable with How'd it. How'd
0: the glass thing work out?
1: It didn't. It was terrible. It like fell apart.
0: You want to tell them about breaking the glass during my conference call? <laughs> The joys of working from home. I'm sitting there on a conference call, and all of a sudden I just hear bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and I assume it is one of our kids, like either beating up another kid oh, or just deciding no, to break a glass. Who was it? It was my wife.
1: Doing it on At the At 3.30 in the afternoon, a hammer.
0: <laughs> just hammering a broken glass. It was a bad day.
1: day. It was a bad day. <laughs>
0: Had a bad day. Oh, Oh, that was great.
1: Anyway, those are the adventures in crisis schooling.
0: So what's been working? We've been sending them outside.
1: Yeah, they're going outside a lot. They play
0: a lot of wiffle ball, which is sometimes fraught, but that's okay. They can learn conflict resolution.
1: Yep, we had one kid's foot go through the trampoline, so the trampoline's a bust right now. I think
0: you can still use it. It's just eventually going to totally rip. Yeah. But the hole is probably, I would call it five inches wide.
1: Yeah, and it is really funny to see your kid go through the trampoline.
0: (laughs) Yeah, his whole foot. The best was he sort of stared at it like, "Why did it do that to me?" And then he looked around like, "Did anyone (laughs) see?"
1: And then he just kept going and didn't tell anyone. Oh my gosh, we're raising some source of conflict with us. Yeah, (laughs) but it is funny to watch your kid go through a trampoline. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, I am uh, a little bit worried that uh, next week is spring break or the week. We're recording. Yeah, I wish break.
1: I wish our kids didn't know that it was spring break.
0: It feels like it's gonna be really hard because we can't go anywhere. Right. I'm gonna be working. There's like, so we just have to make up school work for part of the day, don't you think? Yeah,
1: yeah. And and okay, so this is going back to our original topic where I was talking with a friend. The reason this topic came to mind this week was. Um, I was talking with a friend, and we were discussing how hard our days were when we made a plan. Like, when I set out a schedule and an exact plan for what our school day was going to look like, we had a really hard time. It worked hmm. It worked really well. Because the reason it was hard was because they, they were really – all three boys were really dependent on me, and she said that all of her kids were also dependent on her because they were sort of afraid to move outside of that schedule that the mom had created, And so I just found all day I was answering questions about time and, like, when we're going to do the next thing and how many minutes are left. And they just didn't know how to, like, go and fill time until it was time to do the next thing. Whereas the days that we're doing our schoolwork and we're kind of – we're not loose about it, but we're allowing a more holistic approach, I would say, for, like – Like if you finish your work, then you can go and play for a little bit and then I'll call you on back in and we'll just finish something else and then you can go play. But there's enough. More fluid. Yeah. There's fluidity that offers a lot of freedom and autonomy for everybody and it makes me feel like I can function and they can function. Whereas with the schedule, when it was really rigid, um, I just felt like they just, they depended on me for everything. Yeah. So, like, usually if they don't, if they have more autonomy, if they're able to do things on their own, they would just make their own lunch and, like, they would um, bring their dishes to the sink. They just, they felt a sense of responsibility, which we always promote in our house. But I guess, like, what happened last week was I put two and two together to say, oh, when I try to control this and put a schedule in place, they lose the sense of responsibility and lose, like, that self-confidence to get things done on their own. Right. Um, so that was successful. It was a good thing to learn this week. Um, but what I'm scared of with homeschooling or for, with spring break is that, um, we don't have things, any schedule. Yeah. Like we don't have anything that we need to accomplish in the day. And that, that leads to, so, so the, like I heard this analogy at one point in my life where if you have a playground in the center of a wide open field. And you send kids out to play, um, and there's if there's no fence around the perimeter of this huge field, the kids will stay right on the play center area, which is a very, very small area, relatively speaking. But if you put a perimeter or you put a fence around the, the whole field, they'll feel um, the ability and the curiosity to start exploring the entire space. Right. But you have to have like some boundary to allow them to explore the whole space. So that's what I'm worried about this week is that we have we will have no boundaries um on our time and so it could be a little rough.
0: Yeah. We're going to create some boundaries.
1: Yeah. Exactly. We'll see
0: how good we do with that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and that like over the summer we have days like this when I'll just put an activity in place and then we'll Go explore and do one thing a day. So we have like one thing we're working for, and then the rest of the day they can just kind of do what they want.
0: Let me know when the breaking glass on the counter day is, (laughs) and I'll put on earphones.
1: That sounds good.
0: All right. Uh, You want to go to uh, stat of the week?
1: Stat of the week. All right, Rach. 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 What's up, Smith?
0: Oh, man.
1: Your son, your youngest son, as we were walking up the driveway today from a walk, he he was like, hey, tell me where Dave is. (laughs) I was like, who's Dave? And he looked at me like I was an idiot. And he's like, Dave, your husband? And I was like, dude, he's your dad. Why are we calling him his (laughs) first name? And his full name's David. We don't call him Dave. He's like, I call him Dave. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That was pretty funny.
0: Oh, man. So I don't have a stat of the week. Oh, no. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> We've come
1: this far.
0: I have a tirade for you. Oh, good. You That's even so, better. You said, is it tirade? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, okay. I think so. Tarad?
1: No, it's definitely not Tarad. Tarad, Tarad.
0: So we watch uh, a decent amount of TV on Hulu. Yeah. The, and um, maybe Amazon Prime is the other one. And the downside is that – it must not be on Amazon. doesn't matter. They have commercials, but it's like the same three or four commercials four times through the 22 minutes or whatever you're watching, right? Yeah. And I assume there's an algorithm behind that that, like, is pointed at us. And we get a lot. (laughs) No. A lot, Rachel.
1: I'm really ashamed if it's, like – a lot us.
0: of baby boomer drug commercials. Yeah, and we are not baby boomers.
1: And a lot of drugs to fight depression. And I think that might be. Yeah. Is that targeted toward us? Do you think that they have? An so algorithm? I did a little
0: research. I dove into the types of commercials oh, and drugs that we most often <laughs> see on our TV. Oh, good. And they cover things like depression, which are sadly or ironically the funniest of the commercials. <laughs> yeah. Right. But is like.
1: That- is one of them where she holds up a plate with a sad face? Yeah,
0: on it. I couldn't find that one, but there are some other ones with a plate. Um,
1: there are others with a plate.
0: Yeah, people really like not plate. Sorry, like with a with a <laughs> stick with a face on it. That's like, a, like that's a depression thing apparently. <laughs> and I don't want to make fun of depression, but these commercials are sort of silly. Like everyone's walking around really slowly and droopily, and it's black and white usually. Yeah. Sometimes there's like a cartoon effect to it. And then they, take, you know, they start telling you about the drug. And then all of a sudden, the world is just <laughs> colorful. It's like the Wizard of Oz. You know, all they need is some munchkins to come out and start singing <laughs> about, about their guild.
1: Because they took the drug. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll take that drug.
0: So I did a, a little bit of a, a dive into some of these drugs and looked through their commercials on YouTube. I'll, I'll post a few of them on, um, on our show notes. There are definitely some themes. Um, some of them not that weird, but like one theme about like just having really engaging time with your kids, almost all of them, or your grandkids if it's like for an older person drug.
1: Like the drug makes you. Well, have no, I'm more just saying that's what's
0: time. happening in the background of the commercial. It's like it's telling you what it does and all the symptoms, and what you see is these two grandparents at the zoo um. or at. There's one that's literally called Arcade, and they're at, like, what looks like a Dave & Buster's with uh, their ki- their grandkids.
1: <laughs> is Dave & Buster's still in business? Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I mean, not maybe not after COVID. I don't know. But, yeah, they, they did exist. Right, three yeah. months ago. It's like
1: the adult Chuck E. Cheese. Those places are going down.
0: Yeah. And then the other one is lots of commercials allow you to go to the beach. Boats?
1: <laughs> including beaches? Including the governor of Georgia, apparently. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> So it's like you take this drug and you'll feel like you're at the beach on vacation (laughs) with your family, I guess. I don't know. You think
1: they're going to see an uptick in sales over the last like three weeks and and the coming months?
0: Well, I don't know that rheumatoid arthritis is.
1: I mean, but if you're showing pictures of beaches, like I'll take anything that would make me feel like I'm (laughs) on a beach right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know what rheumatoid arthritis is, but that's the most common one that we see. That and COPD, which I think is like a breathing thing, right?
1: Um, Boy, I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't. Yeah, I don't and know. I was just going to make a really dark joke. I'm skipping it, Yeah, though.
0: you're good. You're good. <laughs> Cartoons, common. Shopping. So, like, apparently people are really excited about getting better so they can go shopping, which uh-huh. doesn't make sense to me, but maybe makes sense makes to you. Makes a lot of sense to me. And then the other one that was funny is I found, like, of the 15 that I watched today, at least three of them had song covers. So one is um, Ozempic. And so they took the song Magic, which goes, oh, 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 it's magic. And, and they changed they it, change to, it to, oh, 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 Zempick. Oh, <laughs> Super corny, right? Super corny. Yeah. Another funny. one took the song The Beat Goes On, which I think is Sunny and Cher. Oh, the beat goes on. Da, na, 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 na. Uh-huh. And I think they had, like, your heart beating. So I don't know if it's for your heart or for cancer. I can't remember exactly. But it was talking about how it. The, it makes your heart beat, be better. The <laughs> <one>. <laughs> it must be heart disease medicine. I don't know. That one was pretty cheesy. But the best one, I listened, I watched it, and it's for um, COPD.
1: Uh-huh. So the
0: person talking is what I would call a baby boomer, like, grandfather, but kind of like young, active grandfather age. Yeah. And it involves a lot of, like, vintage cars, him driving around with his friends in vintage cars, uh-huh. uh, race cars. And I'm listening to this music, and it's, covered to the drug name, which I think is pronounced Trilogy. And I'm like, oh, I know this tune. It's catchy. And then it hits me.
1: Yeah. It is is
0: literally, what rhymes with Trilogy?
1: No, I don't know.
0: O-P-P by Naughty by Nature, Rachel. (laughs) They took O-P-P. Okay,
1: wait a minute. Wait a minute. Question for you. O-P-P. Yeah, yeah. No, that was going through my head during a walk we took earlier today. Was it? Thank you very much. Oh, no,
0: I'm not the other person. No. I'm the first person. Oh shoot. Who's OPP was going through your mind?
1: What? <laughs> Were you singing it out loud or something? Did I hear uh, it in my subconscious somewhere like where would I why would that um, be in my head?
0: Was it after we got home?
1: No. Uh, it was on the cuz I was
0: watching it when you first walked in the house today.
1: Maybe that was it. I don't Maybe know. Sort of,
0: but but it was funny cuz oh it's like a, it's like an instrumental version of it. Uh-huh. Um, except for the trilogy it's part
1: instrumental well you know O-P-P. like it,
0: it's not a rap version it's like, it's like more of like a synthesizer or something yeah, it's like
1: a backtrack it's, for the person who wants to sing it at karaoke
0: yeah and <laughs> it took me a minute and then i was like that's fantastic <laughs> like that's a song that no baby boomer ever sang in their entire life no but probably yelled are. at their kids turn that stuff down
1: and they're probably gonna hum it while they're like chopping carrots and their grandchildren and their child is home for some holiday <laughs>
0: so great
1: can you imagine if your mom were humming that while she's like making Easter dinner
0: it would bring me so much joy (laughs) to then try to explain to her first what (laughs) it means like what are the initials
1: oh so great
0: well I think that's a good place to end Rachel that
1: is today I want to encourage people to be loose with your schedule relax don't make your kids depend on you you're not their entertainment you don't have to be a monkey don't dance stay
0: safe stay Stay healthy stay uh, six feet apart all that good stuff
1: stay home please
0: stay home (laughs) yes Rachel (laughs) thank you as always for working on the farm
1: thank you for working on the farm check ya